Hey everyone, my name is Raina Fandozi, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking about two very prominent business leaders of today, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. Last episode, we talked about Stalin and Hitler and their leading styles. We saw their rise to power and analyzed their psychological makeup as well. Now, we're going to do the same thing with Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and see what we find. We all know and love the businesses Musk and Bezos have both created, but with these businesses, they run them as well. They're both amazing CEOs in their own way, and today we're going to talk about what makes them such good leaders. I chose these two leaders specifically because of how important they are today. They're both very prominent in today's world, and their businesses are very impactful as well. We see them all over the internet and on the news, but what I'm explaining here today is how they think and how they lead. I believe by dissecting the way they think and live their lives, it can actually give us insight and hints on how to think in a similar way or even to how they became so successful. All of these conclusions I come to and the similarities and differences I talk about, I came to on my own based on the research I have found. That is what we'll talk about in today's episode and much more. Jeff Bezos was born in New Mexico on January 12, 1964. His mother was only 16 when she became pregnant, and when he was four years old, his mother remarried a man named Mike Bezos. He showed an early interest in how things worked and turned his parents' garage into a laboratory and rigged electrical contraptions around his house. Actually, when Bezos' younger siblings learned how to walk, they loved going into their brother's room because of all the fascinating toys. To warn him that the children were coming, Jeffrey attached an alarm to his bedroom door that made a loud buzzing sound when someone entered. He then moved to Miami with his family when he was a teenager, where he developed a love for computers. He graduated valedictorian of his high school, and it was during high school that he started his first business, the Dream Institute, an educational camp for 4th, 5th, and 6th graders. He then graduated from Princeton with a degree in computer science and electrical engineering. Bezos constantly says that his mother was really the key behind all his success, and his childhood may have contributed with his obsession with success and his relentless need to prove himself. Elon Musk was actually born in Pretoria, South Africa, on June 28, 1971. When he was a small child, he was so lost in daydreams, his parents actually ordered doctors to test his hearing. His parents got divorced when he was 10, and by the time he was 12, he had taught himself how to program and sold his first software, a game called Blastar. You can actually play it today by just searching the game up. In grade school, he was short, introverted, and very bookish. He was bullied until he was 15 and went through a growth spurt and learned how to defend himself with karate and wrestling. After he got a Canadian passport in 1988, he left South Africa unwilling to complete compulsory military service because he sought the greater economic opportunities available in the U.S. He attended Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario, and transferred to the University of Pennsylvania and got his degree in physics and economics. He then enrolled in physics at Stanford, but left only after two days when he realized that the internet had more potential to change society than physics did. We could see that both Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos' parents went through relationship issues, and at times, we see the boys not having a father figure present. 
Both Musk and Bezos were gifted from a very young age, and even went to prestigious colleges for astonishing majors. Both had a knack for computers and coding, but Musk was bullied during childhood. The way they were raised and the effect the other children had on them in their earlier school years could explain why they lead and think the way they do right now. Both their mothers, they claim to be very great people, and especially in Bezos' case, he believes that his mother is the true reason behind his success and drive for success itself. After graduating from Princeton, Bezos found work at several firms on Wall Street, including Fitel, Bankers Trust, and the investment firm D.E. Shaw. In 1990, Bezos became D.E. Shaw's youngest vice president. He then decided to make a risky move in 1994 when he quit his job and moved to Seattle and moved into the world of e-commerce. He actually said, I knew that I might sincerely regret not having participated in this thing called the internet that I thought was going to be a revolutionizing event. When I thought about it that way, it was incredibly easy to make the decision. He targeted the untapped potential of the internet market by opening an online bookstore. He worked with a handful of employees in his garage and developed the software for the site. Amazon quickly became the leader in e-commerce. It was open 24 hours a day, user, it was a user-friendly browser, and as years went on, it began selling CDs and later videos. As it grew, it became the largest service in the world selling almost everything. Similarly, Elon Musk founded Zip2 in 1995, a company that provided maps and business directories to online newspapers. When building Zip2, Elon and his other creators had very, very little money. Elon even said, To tell the truth, we went to Boston Chicken in Philadelphia for Thanksgiving because we couldn't afford a turkey. And we spent three weeks making our rent-controlled apartment livable in Toronto. Zip2 was then bought by the computer manufacturer Compaq for $307 million. He then founded an online financial services company transferring money online. eBay then bought PayPal in 2002 for $1.5 billion. He was dissatisfied with the great expense of rocket launchers, so in 2002, he founded SpaceX to make more affordable rockets and make trips to space more often. He was also interested in the possibilities of electric cars, and in 2004, became one of the major founders of Tesla Motors. In 2006, Tesla introduced its first car, the Roadster, which could travel 245 miles on a single charge. The company produced more and more cars and innovations to become the company that it is today. During the rise of their companies, they both took extreme risks to get where they are now. We see this occur with many other successful people and business leaders, both in the past and current day as well. These risks can also be included in their leading style, as well as how they run the actual businesses. For Musk, the risks were starting up these businesses regardless of how much money he had, and Bezos was to give up all the work, and pretend, all the work he had and see the potential in the internet. We see that Musk took many more risks and founded many more companies than Bezos did, but none of them came to be as close to the success that Amazon reached. Musk's many companies centered around his seemingly endless skill set. Some revolve around computers and coding, while others revolved around physics. 
With Bezos, he worked for more prominent businesses and companies before taking a risk and deciding to try his own at creating his very own business. Bezos has a very innovative mindset with a desire to make and test new things. Each of his experiments had a goal and tried to connect with the overall vision of Amazon. But because Amazon has grown so much, that really differs depending on what the goal of the task was. He has an amazing strategic business diversity that doesn't really focus on tradition. He changed the traditional rules of strategy in Amazon. Amazon itself doesn't focus on selling specific products or services, and this is what made it so successful and stray from common tradition. There are such different industries and consumer demands with Amazon that it strays from traditional strategy and is yet still successful. He uses a high degree of customer focus, logistics, and technology to ensure the success of Amazon. His leadership style consists of long-term focus, customer obsession, and the willingness to experiment. He has a very thoughtful communication style as well that actually inspires others and makes him successful. Not to mention, he is a hardcore realist and can weigh all the possibilities and probabilities of each situation given to him. The trait approach to leadership believes that leaders are born rather than made. In the case of Jeff Bezos, we see him tackle failures as opportunities to do better. In the Big Five Traits, as I mentioned in the first episode, in the orders of importance for him, it goes extroversion associated with effective leadership. This is followed by conscientiousness, openness, low neuroticism, and agreeableness. Bezos positively demonstrates some of those factors, while other factors portray him as a leader that can be demanding. He values his customers' opinions greatly, which makes him always on the lookout for negative customer reviews. His style of work ethic reminds us of the conscientiousness factor, which shows his organized nature, controlling views, thoroughness, and decisiveness. On the other hand, Bezos portrayed the factor of openness by continually looking into new opportunities from the growing consumer and supplier data Amazon collects. He is known for standing strong against failures, so in 2014, when the Fire smartphone failed, he stayed emotionally stable and was still up for taking risks regardless if they fail and the consequences that come with them. We see that Jeff Bezos is an ISTJ, an introverted sensing, thinking, and judging personality. Along the lines of Elon Musk's psychological makeup, he has a compelling sense of himself as a being who is a searcher and seeker of the truth. His life is devoted to investigations into the unknown and finding the answers to the mysteries of life. He is an analytical thinker capable of great concentration and theoretical insight. He enjoys research and putting pieces of the puzzle together. He prefers to work alone and needs to contemplate his ideas without the intrusion of other people's thoughts. He has extreme confidence and can be called quite arrogant at times. Elon Musk has a high level of emotional intelligence, and this is usually needed in a group setting and leadership, because understanding a team and the people around you can really help in leading a business successfully. Musk's five personality traits include immoderation, cautiousness, emotionality, and altruism. He is commonly regarded as being one of the most innovative and visionary personalities in the contemporary scenario. One of his strong suits is high emotional stability, which is low neuroticism and the ability to maintain in difficult and stressful circumstances. 
His incredible resilience makes him stronger after every wrong attempt. One of his most famous quotes affirms this. Failure is an option here. If things are not failing, you are not innovating enough. Musk has always demonstrated an innate curiosity for knowledge and turned out to be an exceptional thinker. He focuses on the first step of many on a hard project or ambition he's starting rather than taking the entire thing on as well. Taking big projects and tasks on step by step and breaking them down is one of the many reasons he is so successful in his business and endeavors within them. We see that Elon Musk is an INTP, an introverted, intuitive, thinking, and perceiving personality type. For both of them, they have a great sense of communication and are very task-oriented, but their primary leading styles and the way they run their companies is quite different from one another. Bezos seems to be more customer-oriented and willing to be more flexible with his decisions and why he makes them. Musk, on the other hand, tends to be rather inflexible and runs his businesses as he sees fit. Now, this doesn't mean Musk doesn't spend his time on public opinion. He just tends not to rely on it. Musk is more of an innovator, and most of his companies are based on innovation and some type of ingenuity or interest he has. They are both introverted thinkers, but when it comes to the way they perceive information, they differ. They are both successful leaders, and so in this scenario, who is to say that being one trait or having one mindset is worse than the other? Bezos and Elon Musk had some sort of helpful parental figure in their childhood and growing up. Musk seemed to have more of a challenging childhood bullying-wise, but they had a very similar childhood with a knack for projects, businesses, and engineering from a young age. Both excelled in school and got into very prestigious colleges right off the bat. They both took small and extreme risks all throughout their lives, which eventually led them to success. Musk spent his time on coding and starting new businesses, while the only business Bezos started was Amazon, but he helped code that as well. We see that Musk was much more versatile than Bezos, but both were very talented in many different things. We see Musk talented not only in physics, but engineering, economics, and business as well. Both focus on customers, and their businesses include everyone to make it similar to a team effort. In their businesses, they cherish teamwork and the ability to make their businesses versatile in what they do and sell as well. Bezos more than Musk, but both do it nonetheless. I believe they are not as similar in the leading styles as some people think, but they are both considered to be great leaders, and I agree. Who is to say which way is better? We can see both the good and the bad on either leading styles, but because their companies are so morally different, it is hard to compare them on leading styles alone. It is a very interesting subject that could be touched on with every leader in the both present and past, regardless of its business or political. Something that is very clear, regardless of what happened in their past or in their individual thinking styles, is the vast differences in the way Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk act. Musk tends to be more socially awkward in general, where Bezos tends to be better with people and communication in general. We can see this integrated with his leading style, as well as he takes customers' thoughts and reviews into consideration when he is making decisions and changes. In Bezos' MBTI type, this would be the letter J, which stands for judging and means that he is more oriented and focused on the outside world. With Musk, we also see that his personality affects the way he leads, 
as he looks very little on customer feedback and focuses more on his own thoughts and thinking on his own. In his MBTI type, we see this as the letter P, which is the perceiving type, which means that your mind tends to be oriented to the inside rather than the outside world. There are both positive and negative sides as to both of those thinking types as well, but it just highlights their differences in both personality and leading styles. To me, it's extremely interesting to see such different people be such great leaders despite all of their differences. As we can clearly see, both Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are very prominent and successful leaders that inspire today. Their leading styles and the difference between them is not only what makes their companies phenomenal, but also makes people under them enjoy working for them. We can learn that even though they think and lead differently, there are prominent similarities between the two and there is no one clear way to successfully lead a company. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Composition of a Leader, and feel free to listen to the next podcast, Nursery Rhymes, where I talk about common background shared between leaders and the differences in male and female leading styles. See you again soon. Mm-hmm.